Recently, there was another 5G auction, which brought in about $81 billion, uh, but uh, some additional costs have come along with that. Uh, talk a little bit about this new environment uh, where 5G is becoming uh, quite the talk of the town in telecom. This is a situation that was foreseeable a long, long time ago, I would say a good 25 years ago. Uh, it was clear to us here and in our publications that the common carriers, the phone companies in those days, they were known as, were so indebted that they would be forced to consolidate. And we predicted precisely and almost to the date the consolidation of the uh, United States carriers into the handful that we have today because of their excessive debt burdens. Now, the FCC, seems to have ignored the obvious. These data are public. We have a situation where AT&T is the uh, most indebted non-financial company in the world. I think it's 350 billion, something like that. Uh, the FCC happily had a C-band auction, brought in 81 billion. I'm sure they thought this was a great idea. And in addition, some of the C-band has to be cleared by the auction winners. Uh, cleared of other people who are using those bands today. And that's going to cost another 14 billion or so. We're talking a new debt load of $95 billion amongst the winners of the auction. Well, this makes absolutely no sense whatever. We have a situation where it's not just the debt load of these companies that's eye-watering and highly unstable. We also have the fact that they're Wireless service revenues have been in decline for years. Now, it's not news to the rest of us that wireless is growing like crazy. That's what Wi-Fi is all about, for example. So we know that wireless is growing like crazy and we use it more and more often. It's just that cellular doesn't play such a big role and cellular is not where the action is. So you start combining wireless service revenue declines with these debt equity ratios. And you realize that if the FCC was responsible and knew what it was doing, uh, and it clearly does not, it would have placed a debt filter on the bidders and said, you must have a debt equity ratio of such and such before you can bid to ensure the stability of the winners. Uh, there's no point in deliberately knowing the numbers, forcing massive new debt load on companies that are not financially viable. That makes no sense. I, I, it's, it's, it's makes no sense whatever. And sure enough, as we had predicted years ago, and in our December 30th podcast, we talked about our track record, we predicted revenue, uh, share value declines years ago for AT&T and Verizon. And guess what? They're way down. The Dow is way up. Shareholders have lost a huge amount of money. So. We then encounter the dirty little secret of these mobile network operators as they're now known, MNOs. And that is, especially in their business to business area, they don't have anything to offer. If you're a large company, let's say you're a Walmart, what do you really want from a mobile network operator? What do you need? Why would you go to them? What, what do they offer? It turns out that the mobile network operators will tell you quietly, but they will tell you. And as they've told me, 
5G is our only calling card. The only thing we can say when we walk in the room is that we have 5G. Problem is, if you look at the spectrum of frequencies needed in the, in, in the Internet of Things world, 5G is just one small piece. It's a backdrop. In the exploding Internet of Things world, with 135 billion devices, connected devices at the end of this decade, you will find every kind of spectrum will be required. I call it the five Ns. You've got any frequency going to any device, some high, some low, some short duration, some long holds, using any app. And those apps, we don't even yet know what some of these apps will be. And then you have the fact this has to be done at any time, any place. Looked at that way, 5G is not a big piece. So these folks have only one calling card and it's increasing less, less important, which is one of the reasons why their wireless service revenues have been falling for so long. So what you have here is the FCC demanding staggering sums of money for a frequency that's not all that important from companies that have no financial capability uh, to support the 5G, certainly not to build out the network. And then one of the things you notice is that there is not a single business case for 5G that's ever been made. A lot of noise, 5G, 5G, you'll see it everywhere. Ask an MNO to show you a business case for it. And they can't because they don't have one. So there's no, there's no uh, return on investment. There's nothing. This is really crazy. And I think the FCC is responsible for what is about to come. And it will be very unpleasant because we've already started in these podcasts to talk about the breakup of common carriers around the world. And how the mighty will fall. And with that, uh, to wrap up today's podcast, who, who's, who's going to drop first? We saw the consolidation of Sprint and, and T-Mobile. Um, do you think AT&T or Verizon is, uh, faces the bigger threat at this point? The threat is faced globally. Telefonica just did a $7 billion deal to unload all of its cell towers because of its debt load. British Telecom, as we, uh, as we discussed on September 18th, is facing the threat of breakup. Um, you'll see this all around the world. Uh, here in the United States, AT&T is already trying to sell off properties like DirecTV and the kind of prices we're hearing something like half what they paid for it only a few years ago. Uh, that's kind of voluntary breakup. I think that's going to course its way through AT&T in a big way. And Verizon also has no choice but to break up. One of the hidden problems that is never discussed is the massive cost of keeping the old wired plant uh, up to date, maintaining it. Uh, you know, we have on our block Fios fiber cable strung from trees with old rope. And it had been strung from trees with old rope for the last eight years. And no one fixes them. We have wires that, have, that are down on the ground. Uh, what a mess. I, I think it would take many, many tens and tens of billions just to bring that plant up to the kind of level where it could be sold. So how do you deleverage a company 
by selling its, say, its wired plants so it can pay for its staggering wireless debts is beyond me. For more on our over 40 years of coverage of telecom, visit us at future-creators.com. Thanks, Francis. Thanks, Robert.